listening to the best of the Armstrong and Getty Show. Featuring our podcast, One More Thing. Get more info at armstrongandgetty.com. So I am not making mountains out of the mole hills that have utterly defaced my yard. But yeah, we get uh, we got moles in the yard and they're digging the hell out of it. And it's it's you know, I'm not super vain lawn guy, but it's just they're like they'll destroy your lawn. Just destroy it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And then you got to start completely over. And that's really expensive and time consuming. Yeah. And so now I have dirt patches all over the lawn and we tried poisoning them and all. And then I talked about it on the air. Should try lecturing them. (laughs) <laughs> Try to explain to them, listen, I've worked hard all my life to pay for this lawn. I'm a and good it's person. selfish of you. You see that guy over there? That house? Those are terrible people. Right. Go, Go over there. The, yeah, trust me, they're a-holes. Um, let's see. I, I want to make sure I get this all uh, correct. Oh, there we go. Yeah. It's from a Matt whose business is trapping moles and gophers and other varmints that destroy Yards or, or businesses, he does a lot of uh, commercial work with cemeteries, mm-hmm. ballparks, uh, office complexes, stuff like that. Mm. Um, and he's been kind enough to advise me. And so uh, he turned me on to these traps that are, are were designed and manufactured by a dude in California. And they came the other day. And uh, with uh, some help from Judy, I just wanted another pair of eyes. We found... One of the mole tunnels, one of the good, mm-hmm. like, repeated-use tunnels. Nice and straight. Yeah, exactly, yeah. mole highway. And we located that through the means he suggested. And you dig it out, you know, fairly carefully. Then you you don't enlarge it, but you, like, neaten it, get loose dirt out of there. Uh-huh. And then you, you arm these traps. Now, when you say trapping a mole, you're actually... Mm, I'll just say this. It's not trap and release. <laughs> like right. a timeshare? It's it's not, mm. Trapped in a timeshare. No, it's different from that. Okay. It, it, mm, mm. You trap them and release them to God. Okay. Oh, that sounds nice. Yeah. And you're murdering yeah. moles. Justifiable homicide? Self-defense? They're a pest. Yes, they are. Although I got rid of a pest once and found out I could get fined, what was it, $6,000 per pest I got rid of? Well, that's... Something I'm, like that? I'm glad you mentioned that because I've never had any moles in my yard and probably never will, and this story is entirely made up for the entertainment of the audience. Sure. So what we do, we try to entertain people. Right, exactly. Please, I, I almost went with lions. You live in an I, apartment. You don't I, even have a lawn. Right. I almost said there are lions tearing up my <laughs> front yard, but I, then I thought moles would make a better story. Anyway, having cleared that up, Your Honor, um, <laughs> Judy and I, uh, we found the tunnel Sunday, and we followed all the directions super carefully and armed these traps, which would render you nine-fingered if you're not careful. Oh, geez. Or at least hurt like crazy. So what? It would probably not lop off your finger, but it would do it harm. So what in this fanciful tale actually ends the mole's existence? Is it its head being removed? Is it being stabbed? Is it being crushed? Is there a badger in this thing that you're trapping (laughs) it with? Is it poison? it, It gets a really big hug from the trap. Okay. Around its neck. Okay. Yes. A neck hug. Yes. Everybody's favorite kind. (laughs) Exactly. Good night, (laughs) Molly. So anyway. Like we did to Saddam Hussein. (laughs) Yeah, just like that. Fairly similar. Yes. Again, in this apocryphal tale. So we we found the tunnel. It was exactly, you know, it was kind of satisfying because you're under the ground. You're probing. You're trying to find like a soft spot and all. And you're like, oh, that was kind of suspicious. You dig it up. There it is. The mole tunnel. And so we lay one trap going one way, the other trap going the other way, embedded in the dirt, really nice. 
and carefully replace dirt over it so no light gets in and the rest of it. And then, uh, as, as Matt, the trapper guy, said, let's let that soak for a couple of days. He's got a number of expressions that are very amusing. But So we did that Saturday, I'm sorry, Sunday late morning. And these things have been ripping the hell out of the yard. I go out, I come home from work Sunday, or geez, uh, Monday, about midday, and there are no new molehills at all. Judy and I go out, we check again last night, none. I scan a bit this morning. There's no activity witnessed yes. or, or, or witnessable, observable. And they never took a day off. Hell, they didn't take a quarter of a day off. So I'm thinking this afternoon, I lift up the plug of earth and, and we'll have to deal with and, and release from uh, the traps, the, uh, the mole carnage. And I'm not great with dead beasts. I'd prefer not to deal with them. I will. If you enjoy dealing with them, you need to be watched by the authorities. <laughs> Thank you for that affirmation. Um, unless, you know, you're a hunter you know what or something. I love? Yeah. A dead beast. Yeah, boy, I tell you, whatever it takes and whatever beast, I just love killing them. Especially if it's been a couple of days. Neighborhood cat. Uh, oh no, I would never, God. I would never do that. You know me, I'm a, a merciful man. Uh, but so I'm going to, oh, Judy said to me, we were taking a walk the other day. She says, uh, I said, you know, I'm not really looking forward to dealing with these uh, dead beasts who may have been under there for a couple of days. She said, well, how much were the traps? I said, well, it was like fourteen ninety five for two of them. She said, well, we could just throw them away. I said, no, 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 I'm not doing that. I do have some self-image. I am a, I'm a man. I'm You're a manly just throw man. throw the whole trap away? No, because we might need them again. I got to deal with the dead beast. 100% the whole thing's going right in the garbage with me. No way. I, I'm, a, I'm a manly man, Sean. Boy, you got it. You can't just... Just the other day. Just the... I'm warning you, if you're eating right now, put your spoon down. Just the other day, dead squirrel in the backyard. Well past its freshness date. And uh, I had to use the shovel and bring it to... I'm not going to tell you what I did with it, because some wouldn't approve, but uh, it, went, it went away. Threw it in a neighbor's pool. Ah, I don't know about their pool or their maybe their hot tub. but Crafted uh, it into a pie. <laughs> exactly. Waited till he was coming out of his front door in the morning and hurled it in his face. I don't threw, recall. I may have. Hey, you! Catch! They're in a neighbor's pool. I like that. <laughs> I may have gone Rand Paul's neighbor on my neighbor I don't like, but actually, I like my neighbor. I um, uh, I deal with dead beasts and stuff like that all the time living out in the country, and I'm, I, I still might throw the traps away. Mm. I mean, if there's going to be much like freeing the beast from it and cleaning it and stuff like that, I might just throw the whole trap away. <sighs> I think I can pry the jaws apart and pretty easily and just... So you don't think it's like... Uh, I just I would feel I don't like get, it was. I don't want to get too gross here, but... No, I don't either. Okay. Because no. we had mole traps that were different when I was a kid. They had spikes that went down. And oh, yeah, like, I've oh, used those. And punctured them. And when yeah. you pulled them out of there, I mean, it was it was pretty grotesque. An iron Barbaric. maiden. It was an iron maiden. Yeah, it was a mole yeah. iron maiden. Wow. I did that with gophers once. I told you that story. Of, this was back in Salina, Kansas, where I was complaining about these gophers ripping up our, our yard. And that was our first house we ever had. So I was I was pretty you know unhappy about it. And the guy said, look, I think he, did he call? Yeah, he said, he called. He said, uh, this is not for the air, all right? I said, okay, what? He said, listen, here's my name. Jot down my number. I've got some traps, but you can't tell anybody where you went. And, uh, yeah, it was the. Military grade? It what was, is- oh, yeah. You, you you know those lions I had tearing up my yard? 
You got them from an old Soviet republic. Oh, yeah. They're only legal in Iran and North Korea. <laughs> but, yeah, this this son of a gun came over. He set him up for me, and it was that same. I don't, I don't even remember how they're tripped, but it would just drive the spike. Oh, bam, yeah. On a oh. big old spring. Yeah. Straight down through the ground. Yep. Woo. Mole kebab. Get vanquished, varmint. Gopher on a stick, literally. What are you going to do? They're pests. So I tell you what, in the One More Thing podcast, I will reveal uh, whether indeed there was mole carnage under the ground. Okay. Armstrong and Getty. You're listening to the best of the Armstrong and Getty Show. Information. This is the best of Armstrong and Getty. Featuring our podcast, One More Thing. Available everywhere. Get more info at armstrongandgetty.com. You know, this is a funny coincidence. I uh, when I when I come to work, I drive to work. It's about half an hour. Um, I I listen to news until I can't stand it anymore, which is generally about ninety seconds away from the radio ranch. And so I flip on music. I get like half a song in, but if it's the right song, it will buoy my spirits for the day ahead. Hmm. And you know how you like to have your spirits buoy. Oh, who doesn't? And today uh, it happened to be the Led Zeppelin classic. Hey hey, what can I do? Occasionally referred to as Street Corner Girl. Uh, it's a, a song about his, his girlfriend, the prostitute. It's about a prostitute? Uh, yeah. yeah. She bought all day. She drunk all the time. Okay. Um, anyway, uh, and so I, I was going to tweet, but I'm too busy right before the show, uh, and I just did now to make up for it. Uh, what uh, The three best songs about prostitutes, a prostitute, to my mind, are Hey, Hey, What Can I Do? Uh, by Led Zeppelin, uh, Roxanne by The Police, and uh, Henrietta. By the Fratellis. And fewer people know that song, but it is one of the great songs of all time, and it's about a hooker. And uh, I say that's a funny coincidence because uh, executive producer Hansen just brought to my attention the following headline. Swiss brothels draw up a list of coronavirus-safe guidelines, Mm -hmm. including... Swiss brothels. Do they have legalized prostitution there? Yeah, they do. Okay. Um, And indeed... Is that pretty common in, uh, like, European countries? Oh, uh, yes. More like, does France have legalized prostitution? I don't know that. I mean, the Netherlands famously has various areas where it's okay. Yeah. Amsterdam, Red Light District, yeah, blah, blah, blah. But I don't know Italy, that. France, I don't know that. Germany? I don't know that. I know in Northern Europe, there's much more tolerance than in the more puritanical U.S., for instance. Mm. Um, one might say more moral U.S. I don't know. But uh, Swiss sex workers have drawn up a list of rules which they say minimizes the risk of transmitting the Chinese bat fever in brothels in hopes that the country's ban on the industry could soon be lifted. So they've been shut down like hairstylists in the U.S. And I like this paragraph. This is from the Daily Mail. It comes as Switzerland's adult industry. What? (laughs) Adult industry? That's a meaningless phrase. Anyone over 18. Say what it is. Has been heavily hit by the pandemic. Government placed a temporary ban on prostitution two months ago to help stop the spread of the virus. The plan to reopen the industry, prepared by one of the um, hooker uh, organizations, suggests that there are two positions which allow for safe distance between people's faces so you don't breathe moistly Ah, on them, to quote Justin Trudeau of Canada. Since uh, we especially now know... That's the most likely way to catch it, is somebody breathing and you get the droplets. Speaking right. moistly. Well, I, I have some <clears throat> guesses panting here. panting moistly. Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. And and listen, we're we could work as blue as we wanted. It's a awesome. podcast. Okay, here we go. No, no way. <laughs> oh, we could, Sean. Oh, I misunderstood. That doesn't mean we will. No, Just but, because okay. you can doesn't mean you but should. So they so they officially <clears throat> said as long as you're doing it in such a way that you're not face to face, you can yes. do the whole uh, prostitute John thing. That's right. Interesting. So if you're not familiar with the yeah, on, on the honor system with this, if you, well, no, no, they're saying that we will. It's like a businesses in America that say, look. We'll keep the customers apart, uh, like uh, one of our sponsors is in the mattress business. I don't want a whore breathing on me anyway. <laughs> All right, then. Um, but if you did, the point is the sex workers are trying to make a living, but they're saying to their government, look, we've figured out how to make this safe. We're ready. And, you know, not to put a, too fine a point on it, but uh, there's one style that Baxter, my dog, might enjoy. For instance, that's one of the positions. And the other is... Um, if you're, um, Wilbro, a, a Western, bingo, a woman, <laughs> oh, oh no, no, they don't mention that. That's too, that's too tiring. Um, if you are, a, I don't have the arm strength a, at this a, point. A, a, a woman in in the Western U.S., a, a, okay. an accomplished horsewoman uh, or a cowgirl, and you were going in one direction and reversed, oh, okay, gotcha. your direction. Um, that might be a, an option for you. Pretty good list so far. <laughs> yeah, so I, since it's not like I'm uninterested. No, yeah, um, we can. I can work within I, these guys. Look at this menu. I can order here. Yeah, I wouldn't say. Well, there's no point in going. Yeah, then. Yeah. right. Exactly. You know, I might prefer, but you know what? Let's go ahead. Um. So, did they have to wear masks? I assume. Uh, let's see. So you got uh, positions. Then they mention them again. Avoid fa- prolonged face-to-face contact. Other measures, Jack, for protecting the health of sex workers include ventilating rooms for at least 15 minutes after each customer. I'd appreciate that anyway. Oh, oh, uh, God. The, the very See, thought. See, the, 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 uh, the nitty-gritty, the ins and outs, if you'll pardon the expression of the uh, the whole industry, are, when you get down to it, just really makes it less sexy. Well, and and the more they describe, the less sexy it gets. Because you, the, the, uh, you know, I, I haven't been to one of these places, but I, I got to assume you try not to think about... If it's eleven o'clock at night, I'm the. What time did your shift start? However many person. Oh. Well, not not even oh, her. Golly. Just how many people have laid in this bed? Just right. the sheets themselves. And if she really loves you. <laughs> <laughs> not not even getting into that. Just the sheets themselves. Well, we get we'll get to that. The pillows. The just I don't even. Yes. I, I don't the the idea of going to a hotel and crawling into a bed that a pillows. Uh, do you think you get to sleep there? <laughs> If I'm sleeping with a woman, I expect to sleep. <laughs> well, good night. <laughs> sleep well. See you in the morning. <laughs> you get done. What? Well, good night. <laughs> Taking a nap. Shoo, shoo, shoo. Can I borrow your toothbrush? <laughs> <laughs> I'm beat. Other measures include ventilating rooms, blah, 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 and washing bed sheets and hand towels at a temperature of at least 60 degrees each time. 60 degrees? That's cold. That's I'm assuming cold. that's Celsius. Oh, that's, that's a Celsius. Yeah, yeah that's got to Oh, be it's got to be. Yeah. Yeah, okay. What's 60 degrees Celsius? Hot. Very hot. Okay, yeah. good. Finally. It also recommends sex workers wear a mouth and nose covering at all times. So 140 degrees Fahrenheit. Woo, that's hot. Gloves, condoms, and disinfectants would also be provided at the brothels, and each session should be kept 15 minutes. Eh, no problem. Uh, let's see. Uh, document advises against workers touching the personal belongings of customers, such as their jacket. Customer contact data would be recorded. 
Uh-oh. <laughs> no chance of that getting hacked or released or blackmailed or anything. Oh, is this for contact tracing? For the purpose of yeah, tracing. Yeah. See, Kept for four weeks. Getting back to the clothes, that's what I'd rather do than go to one of these places. Jacket. <laughs> oh, boy. They say the current ban could give rise, well, has given rise to illegal sex work. Creating safety issues. Yeah, so see, that's best to that's, keep it on the the correct side of the yeah, the, the sidelines. That's the weird thing with prostitution, where it gets complicated. Um, it's going to happen anyway. So uh, you get down to whether you want to have some control over it or not. Mm-hmm. That's sort of like the marijuana argument, I guess. Prostitution in Switzerland is legal and regulated, while trafficking, forcing people into prostitution, and most forms of pimping are illegal. Most forms? I think if you're like just, you got a cane with a gold ball on the end and a big diamond If it's more a personality and, type than a profession. <laughs> right, I exactly. Gotcha. Yeah. You can be pimping, but you can't be pimping. <laughs> a Thai woman was arrested on March 24th for not closing her brothel and was fined about uh, $1,500. It's terrible. The, uh, yeah, I, I would assume that the worst kind of prostitution continued through the uh, coronavirus you know, peak. Whether you liked it or not. Mm-hmm. And so. Wheelbarrow. <laughs> I mean, in your 20s, yes. Thereafter, no. No. My grip strength. You don't even know what I'm talking about. You do, you millennial over there with your bad grip strength. Armstrong and Getty. You're listening to the best of the Armstrong and Getty Show. You're listening to the best of the Armstrong and Getty Show. Featuring our podcast, One More Thing. Get more info at armstrongandgetty.com. By the way, I was uh, I was following the Twitter last night. And uh, somebody tweeted out, um, podcast was really funny today, I laughed a lot. And I, and I thought, I have no idea what we were talking about on the podcast. I have no memory whatsoever. Mm. And I just thought Senility. it's interesting. A person thought it was funny enough to, you know, mention it on the tweet, and I thought I have I zero remember. Mm. So I uh, I just I just uh, went to Google and I said Armstrong and Getty. One more thing, and it gave me a bunch of links, and I clicked on one, and then found the podcast and listened to a little. Oh yeah, it was the moles and the Joe various jokes about various things. Right. Um, but anyway, I did <laughs> I did recognize there are like fifteen podcasts titled One More Thing. Oh really? Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Um, by various people, including one that might even be a radio show. So I don't know. I mean, yeah. Is there no? There's no copyright in the world of uh, podcasting. You can call yourself uh, I don't Moby think... Dick if you want to. Or... Yes. Yeah. So unless podcasting... it's designed to deceive. I mean, if we started calling ourselves the Joe Rogan Podcast, I think he he could intercede. His huh. people could make us stop. But I, ours is Armstrong and Getty. One more thing. So you know that helps. But yeah. Well, so can I call, I couldn't call a company Jim's Pepsi, could I? No, almost certainly not. There are exceptions. Um, But anyway, I was on the Twitter. You can't copyright a title, I know. I could could write a movie about uh, Hollywood leading actors and actresses who get into a battle to the death, and I could call it Star Wars. Unless Lucasfilms could prove that I was attempting to mislead people, um, that's huh. why there have been there have been you know dozens of movies of various titles. I don't have a list in front of me, but there are some titles that have been used over and over again. Hmm. Um, but while I was on the Twitter, I came across a tweet from Tim Sandifer. He used to be Tim the lawyer when he'd call on our radio show, and then he became famous as Tim Sandifer. 
um, and standing up for freedom. And anyway, he tweeted, delighted that my poem Seeds is in the latest First Things magazine. And then he and then he has a link. And I knew he wrote poetry and is really into poetry. Hmm. And I uh, responded, so you're a published poet, too? Um, you know, and uh, other people responded to that. Like this guy who said, he writes poetry that gets published, and I find the joy of eating Doritos and chips with sour cream. <laughs> yeah, I feel sort of the same way. Yeah, but you can probably eat more hot dogs than him, Jack. Yes, exactly. But yeah, to, good to, point. To have the Declaration of Independence memorized and all the things that he clearly takes in in terms of information, and he's a published poet. A poet, I just found a little, yeah, I know it's a incredibly much. discouraging. Are these haikus? Or what kind of poems are these? Probably the kind that don't rhyme. Oh, correct. Yeah, well, every year he and his beautiful bride send out a Christmas card featuring yeah. her photography and his uh, uh, poetry. Just to make us all feel bad about ourselves. That's yeah. the intent. Aren't they just exactly. perfect? Exactly. That's I, their intent. <laughs> feel bad about yourself. I've uh, found the poem, in case you haven't read uh, Tim's stuff, it's Seeds. You stick this little thing, looks like a rock, under the ground. Wait a while. Add some water, probably. And before you know it, it's a plant. <laughs> Seeds. I don't That's get it. That's nice. <laughs> that <laughs> it is nice. Oh, speaking of putting things under the ground. Yes, right. All right. Come so up on time. Here's the story. Uh, my lawn has been utterly decimated by a mole or moles. Russian moles? <laughs> Soviet moles. No, Susan Rice. No. No, uh, James Comey. Uh, they just rip up the lawn. They, they, there's piles of dirt everywhere, tunnels and the rest of it. And I tried various methods to get rid of it and then asked on the air if anybody had any advice. And, and Matt, who does this for a living, responded and says, Hey, I do this for a living. Here's what I would suggest. Use this equipment, blah, blah, blah. And he's been enormously helpful. Um, and so Judy and I Sunday, we put these mole traps under the ground. Now, if you missed yesterday's podcast, the idea is they're very much like a mouse trap. They look quite different, but it's the same idea. The mole trips a trigger, the jaws snap shut. And your description was it gets a neck hug. Yeah, a firm neck hug. Hmm. Probably a little too firm. Or wherever the, the, the jaws of, some would say, death. Um, wherever they hit the mole, that's where he gets the hug, Jack. Oh, Just like Joe Biden, it doesn't ask whether you want to be hugged. Oh. Yes. Partisan politics. So anyway, uh, so we, we planted these traps according to Matt's fabulous directions and the, and the video on the website. And, uh, we found a perfect tunnel as we were uh, describing yesterday. And uh, put the traps down there and, and, and then covered them up, put the dirt around so there was no sunlight. Two days later, not a single additional mole hill in the yard. All right. And I thought, two days long enough, man. Because six hours doesn't go by without more damage being done to the lawn. And so I got all Energetic excited. little bastards. Oh, yeah. Well, they, yeah, they've got a metabolism like... Well, actually, like a lot of animals, their size like a shrew. They just go constantly. Um, and, and so I thought, two days long enough, I'm digging it up. So I took the, uh, the, the earth, like plug core thing that mm-hmm. I dug out, out. And, and to my surprise, the hole was, was really full of, of loose dirt. I thought, that's weird. Cause this is kind of a plug thing. And then, well, I'll dig through the dirt and I dig and I can see one of the, one of the traps has been triggered. So I pull it up. Damn it. Empty. Hmm. So I dig, I find the other one. It, too, has been triggered. Empty. I feel triggered. <laughs> anyway, um, as it turns out, I wrote to uh, 
Oh, whoops, this is the wrong text line. I, I texted you guys a picture that Matt sent me that we're going to talk about in just a second. Um, but uh, let's see. But I said, I explained to him what happened. He said, yeah, that's that's pretty typical, especially with rookies. you got to find a different spot on the tunnel, try again, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and he said, uh, when it's because it's rained a little bit where I live, but he says, wet dirt. Oh, and we started watering more because the lawn was starting to get browned out. Um, he said, wet dirt is a lot easier for them to deal with. They don't have to vent it out of the tunnel. That's why you don't see any new molehills. But probably in their diggings, they threw dirt onto the trap. It triggered the traps before they got right, there. Right, right. They and understand the whoever. way the trap works. Yeah, and soon they'll be coming into my home at night. the cheese, and they're just eating like kings. Yeah, I there, don't know. Do you bait it with cheese? I'm not sure. How this is there any chance your dog tipped them off like you've got a mole in your home? <sighs> my dog is a mole working on behalf of moles. That's going to be confusing to the readers. <laughs> Wait a minute, honey. The dog is a mole? What no, is the no, mole? Now we're talking about the little beast. No, the mole's a mole, too. Oh, blah, blah, blah. So he says, I suggest sitting a foot or two away from that now jinxed spot. If you can find the same tunnel. And I said, ah, those bastards. He said, check this out from last week at the National Cemetery in San Francisco. This was just one mole. Now, I sent all you guys the picture via text. Can you can you oh, look at it right yeah, now? Yeah, yeah, I'm looking at it. Yeah, take a look at that. One, two, three, four, five. Well, and they stretch on. You can't see yeah. in the other row. But Six, seven, that's like there's one least... mole in what period of time? Oh, that's not clear, although... Those wow. diggings look very fresh to me, so yeah. it's probably within a day or two. Oh, that stinks. And it's There's the National Cemetery. There. It's like Arlington National yeah. Cemetery, but it's in San Francisco, and it's defacing the graves of our fallen heroes. And that's, that's what Matt cool. does for a living. He goes to places like that and ends that but quick. And I've resisted the temptation to have him actually come over and help me. Um, oh, man, look at the Golden Gate uh, Bridge in the background. That's a beautiful shot. Um, uh, but I'm going to give it another whack. See if I can snuff the moles, but uh, I'm I'm o for moles. I must admit to temporary a temporary setback. The word is not defeat because I will not be defeated. Is your bloodlust growing as you get more frustrated? Like yesterday, you were a little concerned about uh, you know how they're getting treated, and now you're wanting to pay. You're wanting carnage. You're wanting. You're like Mel Gibson at the end of that uh, stretching movie. Oh, <laughs> Braveheart! Braveheart. It was a lot. It was about a lot more than stretching. It's not called the stretching movie. No, no it's called, I don't think so. Braveheart, freedom. But then they stretch him. Well, listen. I was going to say you're a very perceptive man because, as you may recall, yesterday I was saying I'm not really looking forward to pulling out dead moles and dealing with that and unclamping the jaws and the rest of it. Now I can't wait. Yeah, exactly. Whatever. That's fine. I'll deal with it. Maybe I'll just saw their little heads off. Oh, jeez. Nothing counts so much as blood. Uh, no, we'll, we'll give it another try, and I'll let you know how it goes. But Maybe Tim, the lawyer, can write a poem about it. <laughs> That'd be a grisly poem. You're listening to the best of the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. Information. This is the best of Armstrong and Getty. Featuring our podcast, One More Thing. Available everywhere. Get more info at armstrongandgetty.com. So we're looking at the pictures of a spring break in Florida where the young people are defying everything they've heard about coronavirus and packing the beaches of Clearwater, Florida, which and, I guess... And is defying it. gravity with their firm, firm bodies. Which I guess is a destination spot for uh, spring breakers now. You used to... They're, Towns come and go, and what often happens is towns work to become 
a spring break destination for college kids. People start coming there. They start making a lot of money. It starts destroying the town so much they decide they're better off without it. Right. And then they discourage it, if not, like, ban it. Mm-hmm. And then it goes to a different town. That's yep. the history of these things. So I went to one spring break when I was in college. I, um, I, uh, I worked all through high school, so every time we had Easter break, I worked at the feedlot. Then I worked a full-time job starting my freshman year of college, and I worked all summer. I would work on Christmas Day, Thanksgiving Day, my Easter break, everything. That's why he's so bitter, everybody. And then after... Bitter, bitter man. And it took me an extra semester to uh, graduate because I worked so much. So I, I had my four years and plus one semester to graduate, and there I was um, going to graduate, or I was going to be done with college mm-hmm. in December because of that extra half year. And I, I, rem- I can remember it in my mind. I saw on the on a poster board in one of the college buildings a go to Daytona for spring break, two hundred and fifty dollars, uh, for transportation and hotel. Yes, I thought really. I thought I can afford that, and I have vacation time. I've worked at this radio station for four years, and I've never taken one vacation. Wow! Um, time to turn to turn it loose. I am going to take a freaking vacation, and what? I'm going to do this. And I pulled off the little tab of paper because it was one of those things, and I called the number, and I booked my trip, and it was the bus ride down there and back, and your hotel room for an entire week. Yes. for two hundred fifty bucks. <laughs> I thought that's that's awesome. Yeah, adjusted for inflation, that's still practically nothing. Yeah, it's still pretty cheap. Yeah, and again, I had a full time job. Um, <clears throat> my rent was five hundred dollars a month to give you an idea of you know what things cost then. Mm-hmm. But uh, so we we left on the bus. It was a thirty-two hour bus drive. They drove nonstop all the way there, oh. and it was jam packed full of college kids. I mean, just every seat completely full. Um, but everybody was younger than me. I was twenty-four. How old would I have been? Twenty-three. I think I was twenty-three. Uh, when this trip happened. So they called me the old man because everybody else was like, yes. <laughs> was like 19. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. At, the, at that time, the drinking age was 18 where I lived. So that wasn't part of it. But so you had all your grown up teeth. So you, you're the old man. <laughs> the old man, man. He's, he knows. He's been asked Jack. He's the old man. He's been around the block. Um, we went on this 32 hour bus ride. People drinking. I mean, just the the amount of beer we loaded on that thing, and you brought your own stuff. It was just the bus ride in the hotel. Mm-hmm. We loaded all our own beer in there, and people brought kegs and everything like that. Wow. And it was the kind of bus that had a, a bathroom in the back. But people drank the entire way there. 32 hours nonstop. No sleeping. Just music <sighs> blaring from both ends, different songs. Oh. <laughs> it was just insane. God, it sounds like something you'd do to Al-Qaeda. It really does. Doesn't it, at this it point? It really does. Yeah. And uh, the bathroom was just just nothing but urine and vomit oh. By, oh. The, by the time we got there, oh. which ended up being a good preview. I mean, it was like, you know, warming me up for what, what was to come in Daytona Beach. Yeah. Just... Uh, it's just incredible. And, of course, you know, you can't actually drink for 32 hours. Nobody can. And so you get really, really drunk. I remember what time we left. But, you know, you drink. It's 3 in the morning, and you finally fall asleep. You can't take it anymore. You wake up. Some people are still partying. The sun's up. you got a pounding hangover. You start drinking again. There's, like, another 15 hours of bus ride to go. Oh. I mean, it was just insane. Get drunk again. Roll into town and get to Daytona Beach and walk into the hotel and everything in this hotel has been busted already. Because spring break lasts like three weeks and yeah. kind of just rotating crowds of people. Right. 
And it's when Daytona was the hot spot. MTV was there and everything. Um, but the hotel is just trashed. Did you see Alan Hunter? <laughs> I may have. I don't know. <laughs> I was so drunk for so long. And everybody else was, too. Yeah. But uh, everything was smashed. Like, you get into the um, elevator, and there's broken glass all over the floor of the elevator. The, the the fluorescent lights on top of the elevator had been smashed. Why would you smash those? I don't know. But <sighs> everything was smashed. The vending machines were smashed. The hotel room was pretty clean. They cleaned it, but by the end of it, everything was smashed. I never smashed anything. I'm not mm-hmm. a destructive guy, but yeah. um, just just tearing up bed sheets to do it. Um, it's just insane. Wow. I, I've never been around behavior like this. Wow. And then just, Civilization had broken down. And, 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 and people drank kind of in shifts, 24 hours. The lights were always on in the rooms. Doors were open to all the rooms, so you could just wander in and out of rooms. It was like a community... Just everything. Yeah. And people you didn't know and wander in their room and now wander out of your room. And there's, there was no, like, official lights off sleeping. Lights were always on, and you found a place to sleep somewhere, got up, hung over, and started drinking again. Uh, is what most people did. It was just insane, though. Gosh. Just insane. And I thought, I don't care how much money they make at this hotel. It can't possibly be to their advantage to have every light fixture, every every carpet be replaced, every... Every everything be replaced. Yeah, and apparently it's not because it was a couple of years later that Daytona really started like making the taxes so high and everything like that to discourage spring breakers yeah. and send them to where they may be maybe now Clearwater or whatever. Well, your hotel would have to be like one of those uh, groovy modern cars. Who? Which car is it? The uh, VW or somebody makes the car that's like you can hose it down and there's a plug in the bottom of the floor to let the water run out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the, was it on the pilot or something yeah, like that? Yeah, like one like of those the, weird kind yeah, of hybrid super SUV things. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. So the hotel's, a uh, whole hotel's got to be like that. You just turn a fire hose on into the room. You got a before, rubber mattress. Before the spring break, they take out all the good lamps, bring in these, oh, yeah. <laughs> the, the cardboard ones. I wonder, I wonder why you would allow that, because, you know, hotels end up with partiers for St. Patrick's Day, for instance, or anything else, but they don't allow you to smash stuff up. Just just overwhelmed by the number of people willing to do it? I wonder. Yeah. I, I You know, that's an interesting question. Uh, I was just astonished. Could, I mean, the, back in that day, I guess you weren't taking credit card Im- imprints for room damage or whatever. Because now you'd be on the uh, the hook, man. You'd get charged and should be. Yeah, and yeah. should be. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I was. It was just well, the, the the way that you were describing it too. The person whose room it was very easily could not have been the one doing the damage <laughs> to it. And right. So you know, the, all the doors are open. People are just coming and going. It's like a temporary fraternity <laughs> I, house, right? I've known, right. Yeah. I've known that yeah. guy before in the modern era of credit cards. A, a guy was telling me a story many many years ago. He uh, he 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 had a bill in the morning for I forget how much, like six hundred dollars on the phone. And damage to the room. It was his credit card. People he didn't know wandering in, you know, over a forty-eight hour period. Oh, boy. Enough, you know, one of those kind of parties. Yeah, that'd be a bad, bad, bad deal. So, was there a fornicating? A lot of crazy stuff. Experiments, maybe things you don't talk about till this day. Or well, go ahead. One, I had a girlfriend, and I was oh. just the kind of guy that I had a girlfriend, so that mm. wasn't on my agenda. And Men, I hung out, women, dolphins. And just... I mostly hung out with another guy who also had a girlfriend. So, and we just drank beer. That's all we did the whole time. Mm. Nonstop. Everybody in my room is just nonstop of beer drinking. It, it, it makes no sense looking back on it. What, what would be what would be the enjoyment? What were you trying to accomplish? Exactly. What was the enjoyment here? You, were, I was sick the entire time. <laughs> one level of another, or sick. God, sounds sick. like a nightmare to me. I remember this one guy traveling on our bus. He had a he had a big boombox, and he played 
Stairway to Heaven. I gotta believe fifty thousand times oh, on that trip. He was a God Zeppelin guy, sake. and just and he would do air drumming, and he was just so into it. He'd sit there on the bed drinking beer, air drumming to Stairway to Heaven over and over and over again, just nonstop. <sighs> he'd leave the room, go down to the pool where they're having a party or whatever, come back, and he's still on the bed air drumming to Led Zeppelin. He can't. <laughs> he can't be alive now. <laughs> Oh man! Why is that ever fun? Because you got the energy of youth. You just need to like rebel or release. Ah. I don't know. Because it wasn't just I me. Was there were tens, cut... tens of thousands of people there. Oh, I get it. Yeah, I, I've seen the scenes, but I don't know. I was never cut cut out for that. Um, Lord knows, I've enjoyed uh, you know uh, relaxants of various sorts through my life, but like the multi-day, all-day drunkathon, I'm just not made for it. I get too tired. I tire easily. <laughs> I'm a sprinter. Yeah. Now I'm a long I've always been a long distance runner. Yeah, I admire that. <laughs> Armstrong and Getty. You're listening to the best of the Armstrong and Getty show.